0: Thank you for tuning in to a Centerpoint Church message. Our mission is to help you take the next step in your relationship with God. We hope this message achieves that and inspires you to both grow in your faith and live it out today. Enjoy! Well, good morning! This is a lively bunch for our 1030 service. I love it! Welcome! Welcome to Centerpoint Church. My name is Aaron DeMaster. I'm the pastor here. And actually, I'm feeling really relaxed. Because I'm not speaking today. Woo! Feels hey. he, awesome, right now. Feels awesome. Um, but it's been just a really great week of refreshing, getting ready for the next year. And we also have a really great speaker here today. Brian is his name. He's going to be talking about his his new ministry that he started. It's called Jesus Fit. But it fits so well with what we're kicking off for our new series called This Is the Year. Does anybody want to make 2022 the year for them? Yeah, all right. Um, Let's go. Or a year to really connect with God. Absolutely, right? So he's talking about how to get spiritually well, how we can actually make this the year where we get spiritually close with God. So Brian's going to talk about that in uh, correlation with his ministry called Jesus Fit.
1: Sweet. Thanks, Aaron. Hey, guys. Happy New Year. It's great to be with you guys this morning. Who's ready to give their faith a workout? (laughs) All right. Yes. Here we go. This is more of a lively bunch. Um, So I'm excited to be with you guys today. I'm here with my wife, Anna, share share our new ministry, Jesus Fit. Um, Just to start off real quick, here's some details about my life. I grew up in Marshfield, Wisconsin. Anybody? Come on. Go Tigers. Um, We currently live in Eau Claire. We have uh, three kids, Vincent, Fiona, and Walter. And um, I love just to hunt and fish and eat spicy tacos and go on hikes in the woods. Yes, tacos. The sermon's going to be about tacos. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, you know, we just, uh, pretty, pretty standard. We bought a farmhouse out in the country. Where we have this barn we're working on renovating. We'll see how that goes. We don't really have an idea of what we're going to do with it yet. We're just, it's pretty cool. Um, and so we started this new ministry called Jesus Fit. I wrote a quick little New Year's prayer. Can I read it for you guys? Just to get started, it's really short and simple, um, but this is a new year. It's kind of a big deal. New year. Who thinks it's a big deal? I think it's a big deal. You guys are all here at church this morning. Come on. <laughs> all right, so I wrote this quick little New Year's prayer, so let's just go ahead and pray together to start. God of all things new, new days, new chances, new mercies, new hope, new life. Make us new this year. Amen. All right, so let's get Jesus fit this morning. You guys ready to um, do some spiritual one-arm push-ups? No? Okay. Uh, So I'm going to start off with a quick little story. Any fisher people out there? Who like to fish? Okay, three people. Nice. So a a couple... a couple years ago, I was fishing. My, my buddy of mine invited me fishing about an hour south of Eau Claire. We went trout fishing, and we get to the spot. It's early in the morning. It's like 7 in the morning, and he says, okay, you just walk this way. I've never been to this spot before, so he's kind of telling me where to go. You just walk down this embankment, and that you can fish down there, and I'm going to fish over here. All right, so I start walking down this. There's a lot of tall grass. You can't really see the, the ground, and what do I do? I trip. I biff it. I fall, and I go tumbling down this embankment, and I was just walking like a normal person. I mean, come on. I fall down this hill, and I, 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 everything goes flying. I, like, yard sale it. Everything goes flying, and I get up and brush myself off and look over and make sure my buddy's not looking. That'd be embarrassing. But then I look down. And what have I done? I have ripped my pants. Anyone ripped their pants before? We've all been there. But have you guys ever, like, experienced a full-on blowout? Because this is what happened to my pants. It was like a three-foot-long tear. I don't know if these are like, old jeans or what. But uh, it was so bad that I had to take my jacket off and, like, tie it around my waist and, like, turn it around. Wasn't a great situation. So, hey, what is Brian talking to us about fishing? What does this have to do with spiritual growth? Anyone wondering that? Well, hey, are we called to be fishers of men? Yes. And, you know, uh, are are we called to go out there and, you know, uh, fall down a hill and rip our pants? No, wait, no. (laughs) We... um, we're called to do uncomfortable things now hey was i uncomfortable that day fishing absolutely it was really awkward kind of embarrassing and it was it was challenging to walk <laughs> and i was uncomfortable that day did i still have a great day fishing that's debatable it was still a good experience but when i look at jesus when i look at the church I see someone who did a lot of uncomfortable things and made a lot of of people uncomfortable. The rich, the religious, all sorts of people. And following him was kind of a difficult thing for his early followers. His teachings were radical. They were different. It was tough at times to understand what he was doing. So Jesus, at the start of this new year, Jesus doesn't call us to be comfortable. Doesn't call us to be comfortable. He didn't come to make you comfortable. Now, you guys thought this would just be like, hey, get my church coffee and donuts and just kind of sit back and relax. No, we're going to work this morning. (laughs) Jesus didn't come to make you comfortable, but does he comfort us, true or false? Absolutely. Jesus gives us so much comfort. What are some of the things that Jesus gives us? Just call it out. Peace. Salvation. Grace. Love. Ooh, Did someone say Culver's? (laughs) Maybe. Hope. Forgiveness. You guys, oh, you guys are crushing it. Jesus gives us so much purpose, hope, life, joy. All these things come from our faith in Christ. Who's experienced some of that in their life? Doesn't that feel good? In a world that's chaotic and uncertain, there's the comfort of Christ through faith. But Jesus, he comforts us and then calls us to go and do hard things. Can I get an amen? He calls us to go and step out of our comfort zone, and it's actually by doing that that we grow. And it's by uh, by getting uncomfortable that we pursue what we're calling spiritual fitness. Because Jesus wants you to be well. He wants you to be well. When you look out in the world today, you know, do you see a healthy world? There's a lot of things that, that just are not, are missing or are not in place and they're, they're broken. It, but Jesus, he wants us to be well. Well, And so we're going to talk a little bit about what it means to be spiritually and healthy and well this morning. Who's with me? So we started Jesus Fit. Here's some, here's some of our logos. And so we're all about spiritual fitness, and we're all about training, spiritual training. This isn't, this, this isn't necessarily physical fitness, although that's good too. But we're all about the daily practices that you can do Monday through Saturday. You're going to get filled up on Sunday, Worship. get your worship on, celebrate with fellow believers, get inspired and empowered, and you go out into this world to flex your faith, to stretch your spirit, to be God's people in a hurting and broken world. How do we do it? How, how can we be successful at that? It's by spiritual fitness. So our mission is to empower followers of Jesus to pursue spiritual fitness. Better conversations, intentional daily practice, and any—and I want you to think about it this way. Anytime you're moving toward Jesus, you're pursuing spiritual fitness. Any movement toward Jesus. Now, Centerpoint Church, this is a movement of the Holy Spirit. Come on. Something new is happening in this place and in Fond du Lac. And that is so, it's amazing to be a part of that, isn't it? Something new. And God wants to do something new in each of us. And at the turn of a new year, it's even more important to look at, well, what is God doing? And ultimately, he wants you to be healthy and well so you can thrive and so you can influence people in your life. Now, we're going to take a look at what that means. Why are we doing this ministry? Here's three quick whys. Jesus wants you to be well. We're going to read in John 5 today. Um, spiritual training has value for all things. And then we lead and love better when we're spiritually fit. It's kind of cool, right? This is the practical implication and application of our faith. It actually changes how we live our life, right? Right? It can change how we live our life. It's transformative. That's what salvation does. That's what Jesus does. That's what being part of a church community can do. And we're we're starting to make different choices. Our values shift. Maybe some of our our, our community shifts. And we start start practicing following Jesus together. Practicing the way of Jesus together. And, and, And from that, we are becoming better leaders and we're, we're loving our family and the people around us better, our neighborhood and our community. That's coming out of spiritual health and wellness. So let's, uh, let's check out, well, before we get into John 5, throughout the New Testament, what, what is Jesus doing? Jesus, he's all about wellness. The wellness industry in this world, how much do you think it's worth? It's billions? 4.2 trillion worldwide that's worldwide that's a lot of money is wellness a big deal yes wellness is a huge tons of money is flooding in to wellness and that is that is well and good but there's another part of this that we can't miss and that's our faith and our spiritual wellness now jesus what he did throughout the new testament is he connected He he got us. If if, if our spiritual thriving is over here, many times he used something physical to get us there. And of the 37 miracles Jesus performed, 22 are about healing. Does our world need healing? Our world needs to heal. We need healing. Who's, Who's been through some tough stuff in 2021? Probably all of us. We need healing Jesus is a healer. That's his specialty. That's what he does. And But he's he's using, uh, the uh, he's healing by way of physical means for a spiritual outcome. And so we're going to look at the intersection of physical and spiritual wellness through uh, the story in John and some of Jesus' miracles. Oh, wait, one more thing. Just to help you guys understand this, so like Jesus Fit, what we're doing is we're kind of saying, hey, we're like, uh, the, the gym for your faith, we're like a workout for your faith, and we're like personal trainers to help you get spiritually fit, and we understand this, we understand, uh, understand spiritual concepts because we are, we have a body, and so here uh, we need water. Who needs to drink more water? This guy. Uh, have you guys seen those new trendy, like, gallon, there's like these gallon water bottles? The, like not like a, it's a gallon, but not like a. It's way cooler than just carrying around like a milk carton. I think I need to get one of those. Who's with me? You know, because we need more water. But what does Jesus say? It's the water of life. Physical, spiritual, nourishment. We need to uh, eat more kale smoothies. No, we don't. what well, we need to eat healthy. Kale smoothies are fine, but we need to eat healthy, in order to be physically well. And what is Jesus? He's the bread of life. Jesus is all about those carbs. Let's go. He's the the bread of life. He gives us life through him. Physical, spiritual connection. Exercise. We need to work out our bodies, get our heart rate up, and we also need to work out our spirit and actually the best change comes from within just like a seed that gets planted it grows before it grows up what does it do first it grows deep before it grows up it goes deep that's a sign of health it's it's putting roots down it's working on your foundation your spiritual foundation so that you can grow up and out and bear fruit and influence, love people well, love hard people well. This is our call as the church. Connection, we're made for relationships, being together. Doesn't this feel good? Yes. We're made for relationships and then rest too. How many of us could have gotten a few more hours of sleep uh, in 2021? We... We need to get enough physical rest, and then Jesus is saying, hey, come away, by, uh, come away with me by yourselves to a quiet place and rest with me. We need to rest. And actually, one of the greatest challenges of our time, you know what it is? It's just being with Jesus. Sometimes the best thing we can do is just be quiet and sit in his presence. It's one of the most spiritually fit things we can do is just sit, surrender, Pray, let go, clear your mind, rest. Are you guys seeing this physical-spiritual connection? It's awesome. And so that's why we're doing what we're doing. So let's take a look at John 5. If you guys want to follow along, I'm just going to read this for you guys. John 5, Jesus encounters a man by a pool. Okay. So we're going to read this. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there in Jerusalem near the Sheep gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and, and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one here to help me in the pool when the water is stirred while I'm trying to get in. Someone else goes down ahead of me. And then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And at once the man was cured, he picked up his mat and walked what a cool story. At once, the man was healed. Did he have to do something? He had to do something in order to show that this faith was real and that he wanted healing. Let's go back to that question. In 2022, do you want to be well? What does spiritual health and wellness look like for you? Even maybe just holistic wellness in all the areas of your life. But particularly, what does spiritual health and wellness look like for you? Is it more Bible study? Is it a small group? Is it a mission trip? Is it more of this? Is it more coffee and donuts? Coffee people, come on! That's fellowship. That's connection with people. Um, What is it? Is it it, a deeper prayer life? Um, Maybe it's getting Jesus fit. But it's taking that time, moving your body, yourself. Something we recommend is, like, rearrange your room so it's dedicated for a nice, quiet time space in your house without distractions so you can work on your faith through practice, conversation, reading, journaling, these types of things, so Jesus asks us this question. What I love about this story is uh, he notices, he elevates someone's dignity, he's aware of people's hurting, Jesus walks among us, and he goes to where there's hurt and there's healing. Is the world a hurting place? Yeah. And Jesus is walking in the world walking in and with us and through us and in our lives and he's, he's bringing healing and he's doing it through, through our faith, through our fellowship, through our unity. That's how he's going about change. We get to be a part of that change. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, it's really, really cool. And so Jesus is doing something really cool here. I think that same question, so with Jesus Fit, we're looking at scripture through a wellness lens. And we're saying, Jesus wants us to be well. What can we do to be spiritually well? For this man, he had to go out there. He had to stop sinning. Eventually, if you read later in the story, and he had to tell people about Jesus. Go act like your life has been changed. You know, I worked in church ministry for a really, really long time and then felt just that desire to do something different. Along with that came a big red barn. (laughs) And we did something different. We stepped out to do Jesus fit Because what's the point of all this if it doesn't change us? There's transformative power in Jesus in in the church. And how cool is that? So a couple quick stories about this just from my life. Um, A couple years ago, a number of years ago, I ran the Eau Claire Half Marathon. Any marathon runners? Half marathon? 5K? I ran this race and did pretty well And then after the race, I tore my calf muscle. Yay! For me. (laughs) I tore my calf muscle, so I had to wear a really trendy calf sleeve. Anyone been there? No. Okay. That's fine. So I wore a calf sleeve, and you know what? I was really kind of sad for a while. You know, anytime you get something that you love taken away from you, that's a hard thing. And, like, being able to, like, use your body and run or walk or whatever, that's a big deal for a lot of us. And... Uh, I wasn't able to do that, so what did I need to do? I had to train differently. My training had to look different now, and so I got connected. There was a university fitness program at Eau Claire, and so I signed up. I was the youngest guy in the group, got up at 5.30 in the morning, and this program was awesome because it gave me two things. It gave me a person to work with, and it gave me a program. And it was different. It was different for me, but it was so good because I didn't have to do it alone. And I had uh, someone give me a program that was designed just for me so that I I could work out my muscles in a new way and get stronger. So I got really bulky, obviously. You can see in that picture. But... That's, in many ways, what we need spiritually, too. We need a person and a really encouraging person to come alongside of us, and we need a program or a plan. And by by way of those two forces working together, we can really make some spiritual progress. Let's go. So that was a cool experience for me. Another quick story is I used to do youth ministry. So did Aaron. We kind of exchanged some stories. And you do some crazy stuff when you're in youth ministry, right? Anyone? Anyone? Or was it just me? No, Aaron can relate. Uh, so we, we did this leadership retreat with a bunch of high school students. We did a crazy thing. We set up a Bible scavenger hunt all throughout the woods, and we actually sent the kids to like look for the Bibles, and we put one of the Bibles on that. You had to cross the log to get to the Bible. Why did I do that? I don't know. No. We were t- we, we, we were challenging the students to grow and go after God's word, to really seek it out, to go after it. And like, is this world noisy, true, or false? So much noise. So, social media, the news, all this stuff. Holy cow, and it's noisy. And so God's word is, uh, it's his voice cutting through the noise. And so we have to go after that and tune in and listen. And so we were teaching the kids to do that. And you got to step, you got to go out on a limb sometimes. Take a risk. You're not sure what's going to happen, what God's going to show you, what's, what's, what's going on. And unfortunately, in this scenario, no one fell in on the log crossing. No? <laughs> Weren't you guys kind of hoping that, that someone, the story was leading to some sort of fall off, slip off the log? All right, so you've got to be challenged to grow, and it's by doing hard things that we grow the most. Has anyone done something hard? Worked towards something? Got there and looked back and said, wow, that was an amazing time in my life, like training for a marathon or a race or... There's all different things you can do preparing yourself for something, and that's why with Jesus Fit, we, we create challenges for people to flex their faith and stretch their spirit and take your faith to the gym, to give it that workout because a little bit a day goes a long way. It goes a long way because there will be, Jesus said, there will be trouble in this world. There will be trials. There will be challenges. Maybe you're in one right now. Maybe one's coming. I don't know. What we're doing is we're, we are, um, getting spiritual, we're building our spiritual foundation, we're getting fit so that we can persevere when those challenges come. Clinging to God, being with him each day, we've got those spiritual muscles. Does that make sense? All right, so let's uh, kind of wrap some things up. Our leading verse for Jesus Fit is 1 Timothy 4.8, and it's this. This is from the message. Workouts in the gym are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more, making you fit both today and forever. Spiritual training has value for all things. It has value for all things: your workplace, your uh, your marriage, your um, if if you're a student at school, it changes your perspective. It helps you be calm in a tense season. It helps you to have hope when things feel hopeless. It helps you um, look out and be a person of influence when others are hurting. Maybe someone's in the grocery store just having a tough day and because you're spiritually fit, you go lift them up. You say something, you compliment them, you engage them. You're bringing hope out of your sense of strength. And that is just such a cool thing. That's That's how the church influences. And so, Workouts in the gym are great. God wants you to be physically well, but ultimately he wants you to be spiritually fit. There's a lot of work to do, isn't there? But we can do it. You guys can do it. Wherever you are each day and over time, putting in that time each day, moving closer to Jesus each day, little baby steps, and hearing his voice being in conversation with people, taking one of our challenges and just saying, I, I, need, I need this, and it's going to take work. And that work, I accept that because I want to be a leader. I want to be a person of influence. All right, so let's, uh, let's just take a look at this. So the last thing here is we have these water bottles as our logo because you guys have a spiritual thirst that only Jesus can satisfy. And also, who doesn't love a really cheap water bottle? <laughs> Actually, you know, if you've uh, you got kids, um, we know with our three kids that they don't leak. So pfft, that's a great thing. But the logo does come off after about 10 washes. <laughs> we'll have to upgrade next time. But you guys, what we're inviting you do, uh, to do is everyone here is going to get a water bottle. You guys get to say hi to my wife, Anna. She'll be by the table. And say hi, grab a water bottle, and put it somewhere visible in your house so it can serve as your reminder for your spiritual health, to take care of your soul, we need to practice soul care more than ever. We need to move from self-help to soul care, and so put it up somewhere by you know in your kitchen, maybe in your room by your bed, um, you know just just anywhere to serve as your reminder that Jesus wants you to be well. Do you guys think you can do that? Cool, and so everyone's going to get a water bottle. This is me and Vincent. Way, way back in the day, stretching on a tree. So, if you guys are ready to stretch your spirit in 2022, then let's get Jesus fit. Let's take our faith to the gym. Aaron's going to email you guys one of our challenges. We have a lot more on the website. And this is an opportunity for you guys just to spend that, spend 30 minutes a day with God for 14 days. Um, and so we have a number of different... Of, of different challenges too. But this is kind of our approach. We're parachurch, so we're coming alongside churches to give people's faith a boost. Um, so there you go. I'm going to say a quick prayer. That's cool. Thank you guys for letting me be here with you this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, it feels so good to be here at the beginning of a new year. You are the God of new things new life, new hope, new chances. We're excited to gather at the beginning of a new year to be made new by you, to be in fellowship and community relationship with each other. We need each other more than ever. People to encourage us, to build us up, to inspire us. I pray that we would all hear a bit of your voice this morning. Beyond everything I just said, to hear your voice to know you're with us and to be empowered to practice our faith Monday through Saturday. Get filled up on Sunday, go out into the world and practice our faith the rest of the week. So Jesus, thank you. God bless this year. God bless Centerpoint, everyone in Fond du Lac, this community. In your name we pray. Amen.